0: Hi everyone and welcome to the VIX Take On podcast. Uh, It's great to be with you again. Uh, Today we've got an interview again and uh, today I'm with Tom Kennard from Granted Consultancy. Tom, welcome with us. Thank you very much Vic. Great to have you. Tom, tell us a little bit about you, your background, how how Granted Consultancy came about. Yeah, of
1: course. So um, I uh, went to university, did environmental sciences and applied marine sciences uh, very keen to to work in an industry that actually kind of made things happen yeah um, would often work with organizations to derive kind of efficiency savings implement new technology and you do a lovely report that would sit on a desk and okay. then that was it so and nobody did anything nobody with it nobody did anything with okay it. yeah so, um, kind
0: of a nice to have but not nice to implement exactly sort of thing right. yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah.
1: so um that was the kind of thinking behind granted consultancy. Okay, so it's been going now for ten years, raised Correct. over seventy-five million of funding. Oh, that's awesome! Um, wow. So yeah, good at what we do, yeah. uh, and we look at technology. So it's always at the kind of bleeding edge. So. Okay. We know all about blockchain we know all about ai machine learning
0: we can, okay you can talk with, with kind, kind of the stuff i know absolutely nothing about oh, excellent i can <laughs> make it up <laughs> you can educate me and the rest <laughs> of the world yeah okay so uh you said Grant has been around about 10 years yeah you're based right. here in exeter yep uh and you service clients nationally we do yeah and occasionally internationally and yeah. occasionally internationally yeah, yeah. okay that's great so um what is a grant
1: Yeah, excellent question. So the key piece of a grant is it's a form of funding that's non-dilutive. Okay. So that means that it can come into your company and you're not having to give away any equity, there's no interest to pay. Yeah. Obviously, as long as you don't do anything fraudulent. Of so, course, yeah. You no know, buying the new Porsche.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but You could do that later out of your salary, but yeah, salary. not out of the grant. <laughs> not, not out of the grant.
1: Um, and it's really aimed... So grants are effectively a mechanism for governments and public organisations to implement macroeconomic policy.
0: Fantastic. So
1: what they'll see is they'll see, right, here's a particular area of the economy. It might be a technology area. Yep. Uh, it might be an employment area. It might be a, a regional area. Yeah. And it needs some kind of intervention Okay. to help bring it up. Yep. So what we're looking at typically, because we're at that, on that kind of technology focus, yeah. is we're looking at projects that would otherwise maybe take four or five years to be realized. Right. With a bit of public funding.
0: They can be realized can be a realized lot quicker. In
1: a, in a year, for example. Very good. Or, or it helps you bring together consortia that would otherwise not be able to be brought together. So okay. you might want to work with a university or yeah. one of your key clients to help make sure the thing you, you're building is
0: the best it can be. It gets out into the market space quicker exactly. and all that sort of stuff, yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Very good. Um, so they're, they're good. Typically, they're paid in arrears. Yeah. So you expend for, ti- again, typically a quarter. Yeah. Um, but the amount you can get back is, is very generous. So for these kind of high-end technology pieces, yeah. you'd be looking at 70% of a project. Wow,
0: that's awesome. So so pretty much 70% of your, your, your project could be funded exactly. through a grant. And you, as you said, it's it's arrears-focused, so it's claims process-driven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any kind of... Um, management of that by the the person uh, the, the organization that provides the grant in other words they make sure that the money has been utilized correctly and the project has been driven and uh, the outcomes are where it needs to be and all that sort of stuff is there that kind of thing of course yeah every okay.
1: every funder has has requirements that are nuanced by funder okay um, but typically they want the organization to to get on with the project yep yeah. you know they could uh, spend an awful lot of time um, cross, you know, spending too much time looking at things.
0: Yeah, crossing the T's, dotting the R's kind of thing rather than...
1: Yeah, rather than being able to get on with the project. Yeah. But, but obviously that depends on the project being put together well and having a decent team and a strong company that Absolutely. sits behind it.
0: And obviously the, the, the grant funding organisation would be looking at that before agreeing to the grant.
1: Exactly right. So they yeah. would have
0: a look at the the management team, the, uh, the design team, all those kind of... Uh, teams within the organization to make sure that they know what they're actually talking about before they, they'd they be given the exactly grant. Exactly
1: right and it's a competitive process so it's yeah. like looking for any other kind of investment okay. except that you don't have to pay it back.
0: Sure okay so when we were talking um, before the podcast before the recording you said that there's four key areas that you specifically focus in? Yeah that's Just right. L- l- what are those?
1: Yeah so those areas are uh, low carbon and, and kind of green growth sustainability. Okay uh ai and digital yeah uh health and life sciences okay and also advanced materials and manufacturing
0: okay so let's drill down into some of those yeah. let's let's talk about my favorite subject ai on, yeah. i can i can go um it, some ai drives me utterly <laughs> insane you know you're sitting on a website and there's a little box pops up and wants to talk to you yeah i don't yeah. want to talk to a bloody <laughs> box i want to talk to a human yeah you know so there's for me, there's there's this look at maybe my age. Um, uh, I don't know about that, but there's this kind of uh, struggle with AI. You know, yeah. yes, it's good. For example, um, I worked with with a medical group and um, they had a number of systems on their their laptops that allowed them to do um, a whole lot of work in a patient's uh, home. Yes, yeah. um, and the machine did the work that they didn't have to do. Now I get that as AI, and that's um, that kind of thing, but for me, I'm, I'm quite a touchy-feely kind of person. You know, yeah. I want to, I want to see a person's eyes. I want to have a discussion with them, and uh, AI yeah, can never give that to me. So how does how does that kind of fit in with where you guys are? Do you see that same kind of thing?
1: Um, yes, absolutely. I think the the key thing with AI, as with with anything, is you've got to pick the right tool for the right problem. Okay. So a lot of people use AI as as a hammer when what they need is a saw. Yeah. People, are, it's, it's you know, it's a bandwagon. Yep. Everyone's jumping. Everyone's on it. there.
0: Yeah. yeah. What yep. color
1: is your AI? Yep. Oh, I've got beige. I've got yellow. Yep. I've got green. Yep. Um, so it's about applying it in the right place, and okay. it's about utilising the strengths of it compared yep. to the strengths of people. Very good. So AI is excellent at looking at huge amounts of data and picking up on biases that people would otherwise miss. Yep. Sure. So there are lots of those, I'm sure, as you're aware, yeah. in terms of, of business and life in general. Um, and it's very good at getting a clean view of things. yeah. Improving processes, making things faster, quicker, analysing yeah. huge data sets, okay. and picking up those points that people would otherwise miss.
0: So do you think it's a, a, a AI is more of a, a management tool rather than an intervention tool?
1: I think so at the moment. I think that, you know, when you talk about AI, some people think of... The Terminator films and, and Skynet <laughs> and robots coming from the future. Yeah. Um, but the the best AI is really that AI which you don't really notice. Absolutely. Which is helping yeah. to augment what we're looking it just
0: to do. Runs in the background. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah.
1: And helps you know like with the medical example you were talking about helps to pick up on those instances that otherwise would be would be missed. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that what that requires then is a good understanding of the sector, the industry, but mm. also the capabilities um, and restrictions of AI as a technology.
0: Very good. And the reason why I asked that question and, and, and it sort of got us to talk a bit more about it is obviously when we were speaking earlier you mentioned um, that in your business you need to have people that have got both technical skills and the commercial uh, commercial um, kind of understanding of uh, a business and so that they can apply those skills to setting up the the grant application. Exactly. Um, And obviously, you you know quite a bit about AI, you know, it comes through in the way you're talking about it. So how do you then, um, across those areas that you're talking about, do you have people that are dedicated to each area so that they can grow their knowledge in that area and become almost like experts? Um, And then the other side of that question is, being a consultancy, do you consult with clients Um, about the route that they potentially could go down, uh, you know, that sort of
1: thing? Excellent question. So we have a system um, within, within our company On the first hand, we we make sure that everybody's employed, so we don't have a big chunk of subcontractors. So if you work with us, you'll work with the same person that you worked with a year ago and a year into the future. That's really important. Okay. Um, The other piece is that we have sector champions. Right. So they will be sector champions across those four key areas, where they know all about that sector, they know about the advances, they know about um, the history, they know what went wrong, which is an important (laughs) piece to to be cognizant of. and so they are those those kind of focus points, and we use that both to kind of give a, a focus point for any of those clients coming in. Okay. But equally, you know, we have clients that aren't in any of those four yeah. sectors. Okay. They have to be slightly chameleonic. Funds change all the
0: time. Yeah, they do. Yeah.
1: And and those aptitudes that you spoke about about having a, a, a kind of an academic level of understanding of the science and the technology that sits behind it, as yeah. well as a really effective commercial understanding, is a very rare skill set.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's,
1: it's one that often businesses, be them startups but also those ones which are established yeah. you know maybe don't have in-house yeah. so we sit there within that organization help them identify the funds in the first place, Very good. help them put the application together in a yeah. way which we know will lead to a successful project yeah. um, and then present that to the funder in the right way Very so good. that they're drawing down funds when they need them at the right time.
0: Okay so let's dial this back just a little bit and, and talk specifically about you. Um, you said you studied uh, environmental sciences. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, how did you go? What was the the transition for you to go from environmental sciences to being an entrepreneur, to being a business person? Yeah. You know, what was that it, transition about?
1: It wasn't planned, <laughs> as all the best things are.
0: Yeah. Is, is, how often is it planned? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's kind, kind of like, ah, like, oh, yeah, now i got to do something.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I think I was. From a relatively early age, um, I was under the impression that we weren't uh, approaching the wonderful spaceship that we're all on that is Earth in yeah. the right way, it's okay. got finite resources. Yeah. And, and without getting on a box, that's potentially one of the issues at the moment with climate change, it's distracting us from the fact that we're using a huge amount of those finite resources yeah. unsustainably. Yeah. However. Humanity is great at solving problems, right? Sure. We're good at fixing things, but we're not very good at being preventative.
0: One <laughs> Isn't that just the truth? Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we, we know we know how to mess it up. Yeah. And then, then we know how <laughs> to fix it. <laughs> <That's exactly right. laughs> it's just that it takes a long time for us to get to that point it does, of saying, yeah. let's fix it.
1: And it, it even comes into things like our perception of our perception of time. So there's the same amount of time from now until 2050 when we've effectively got to decarbonise anthropogenic impacts on the whole planet yep. as there has been since the release of the first Home Alone movie.
0: That's incredible, isn't it? So that's how much time we've got to do this. I mean, the first Home Alone movie, I'd I, I hesitate to think that it was that short space exactly. yet that yeah. long ago. Yeah, exactly. Gracious me. So, so the... So we've
1: got the uh, intelligence, we've got the technologies, we've got to prioritise it. And the best way for a company to help prioritise something that's ambitious and innovative and disruptive and going to make a big difference globally is to have some additional support to do that. Very good. And that is the mechanism that that grants fulfil, and you're not giving away equity. You're not saying, right, here's 10% of my
0: company for this. That's often the problem for a company is if you want to get funding. Um, typically, the route is uh, equity funding or debt funding. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's the typical routes. Um, and you're a business person. You've just started this business. You um, you need funding. Uh, you need some money to grow. Um, and now you're faced with those two dilemmas. Um, and, and I think equity funding is probably the one that bites the worst because you're giving literally away part of your baby. Yeah, you know uh, that hurts. Yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely right, and I think it's I think it's about what the what the funding buys as well. So mm. one of the key parts that people um, that people maybe don't realise about grant funding is it's an opportunity not just to to excel, accelerate your project to de-risk it, um, but also to bring in collaboration. So. You know, you might be looking at developing this interesting AI in in the renewable sector, for example. What you maybe don't have is expertise about how to specifically implement that with the with the hardware that you've got.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: you can use a grant to establish a collaboration with a local university. University,
0: very good. You
1: can use it to bring in the end user client who's not yet signed up yep. but has shown an interest in what you're providing. Okay. You can also use it to uh, work with uh, stakeholders in territories overseas, for example, okay. to make sure that the thing that you're developing and building is a good fit for the actual problem. It's not just very you. good. And I think yeah. one of the one of the interesting things that that I think we see a lot of is a, a phrase. Which isn't probably defined, but it's almost like an entrepreneurial blindness. Yep. People are so um, proud, rightly, yep. of their creation, of their baby, as you've sure. said. Yep. That they hesitate to maybe put their eyes over the parapet.
0: And that, I see that all the time. As a, I mean, as a, as a uh, change leadership consultant, yes, I yeah. see that so often. Yeah, you know, they've got this thing, and, and they're so passionate about it, and they they excited about it, and it's a good thing. Which is a good thing. Yeah. And yeah. And, and and they like. But I don't want to raise my head up because if I do, somebody's going to shoot me, you exactly know, yeah. I'm going to get taken out. So I'll just stay below that radar.
1: And, and that's actually a lot of the value that we bring is, is when we don't work with people. Yeah. So often when people come to us and they say two things. They say, we're really innovative and we've got no competition. <laughs> and that's fine because you are innovative in a certain yeah. area and you'd, you probably are um, unique in certain areas but yeah. you've got to
0: define them uh, and that's the problem yeah uh, the, uh, people say we've got no competitors but they don't understand how to define it exactly and yeah. I, I i totally agree that it's a good thing that you see no competitors But you can only see those non-competitors or that that space of having no competitors if you understand exactly who you are and what you do. Precisely, yeah.
1: And if if you have actually got no competitors, that's a big risk. Absolutely. why the hell is no one else doing the thing you're doing? Why has nobody thought of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, very good. We add a lot of value by saying, look, go and refine that. Yeah. Spend some time working out how it is you're being innovative yeah. and does that match with what the clients actually want?
0: Absolutely. Is well, there a need? Exactly right. Yeah. I, I, was in, I was in Dubai recently and I was working with a client mm. um, and we were sitting talking about their product and yeah. they, would, they said they've got this new product. Um, so they've got one major source that's their revenue but they, they've brought this new product to market and they can't understand why it's not selling because it's even better than everything else in the market. Yeah. And when we had a look at it there's no demand, right? So they didn't do their their res- their research properly. They couldn't define why they're better and why they got no competitors. But in reality, they got no competitors because there aren't any. Yeah, there's no need for it. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah.
1: That, and again, it's that it is that kind of that blindness that people yeah. have. But it's and it's understandable. And one of the core problems when you're when you are a startup, mm-hmm. or when you're spinning out of university, or even when you've got a, an established company, you looking at producing that new innovation piece. Yes, is that the, the hardest things to do? Are to speak to people, yeah. to actually work out the use case of what you're doing, yeah. and to spend time on that research piece. Absolutely. And that's, that's particularly what something like grant funding will allow you to do. Yeah. It allows you to spend a, a more time refining, more time understanding, yeah. and then making sure that when you do first go to market it's it's accurate. There are tons and tons and tons of awful ideas yeah. that have got good commercial teams behind them and are very successful. And they've done wonderful. Exactly. Yeah. And then there are also tons of amazing ideas mm. that have never got anywhere. Yeah. So you need that balance. Yeah.
0: Need and and typically those, those great ideas that have not gone anywhere, typically it's because uh, not because there's no demand, but they just haven't had that that commercial understanding of how to get it out in the, market spa- exactly. in the marketplace. Yeah. So you kind of provide that yeah. that intervention, that space in between. Exactly right. Excellent. And
1: I think it's a it's an interesting business model to run because yeah. everyone is focused on that hook of the cash. Right? Yeah. That's why people come through the door. They want some cash for their yeah. company. But actually if you break down what we do we're a translation company and we're a management consultancy very good so we take that idea and we position it to the viewer yeah you know which is which yeah. is just saying that this is what you will find interesting about this idea yeah. but at the same time we're adding a huge amount of management consultancy because we've been going for 10 years and we can we You've know got what's all that history
0: that experience that understanding yeah. very good so we're seeing kind of you know <coughs> between
1: five and seven hundred and fifty 500 sorry and 750 yeah. different ideas a, a year wow some of which go forward some yeah. of which don't we yeah. know what works yeah but if we went out into the market and said you know what we're a management consultancy we can help tell you what's going to work people go mm, mm. Yeah, okay. yeah
0: really where's your but then yeah. there's the
1: hook of the funding
0: yeah that's that's the key is you've got to have that hook that thing that actually draws people in and goes okay not only do you have the expertise but you can help me deliver on this thing which I think is great. Just going back to the, the environmental science thing, I was, at, um, I was up in Birmingham uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, one of the guys on, on one of the courses I was running was saying to me that their company is currently working on an idea of how to convert, um, I, think he, I think he called it sea plastic, and I, my understanding was that the plastic that they're trying to get out of the sea at the moment, yeah. um, how they can convert that um, into a carbon neutral fuel okay. for cars. Now I'm, I, I'm not a scientist by any stretch of the imagination. You know, science scares the hell out of me. You know? <laughs> I think that comes from when I blew myself literally blew myself up in the science <laughs> class way back in in the seventies. Um, and yeah, so I, uh, science and me don't we don't. It's like oil and water. We don't get on. Um, but it was kind of thinking, you know, if, if people are starting to think that innovatively, now, it may not ever be possible, but at least they're going down a road that's going, okay, so we've got this finite resource, we've created a massive problem, going back to what you were talking about yeah. earlier, we've got this massive problem, now we've got to find solutions for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can't, all this 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 plastic that's around, there's no way we can burn it all without creating um, CO two, yeah, um, and then you're going to be left with this big big pile of black, who knows what? Yeah, you can't send it into space. Might as well, there must be something you can do with it. Yeah, is that kind of the things that you guys are seeing happening? Or I think it is, and I think the the
1: we're we're seeing an increase in that kind of ability to look at look at ideas in a new way. Yeah, I think for. The most successful ideas have an understanding of human behaviour at their core. Very so good. So the, the the problems we're facing in terms of resource um, resource use, in terms of pollution, in terms of um, atmospheric change, uh, in terms of uh, you know that that our whole sustainability yeah. agenda are actually often predicated on a um, on a distancing from the impact that we have, right? So you go right. into a room, yeah. it's dark, yeah. you want to see, so you flick the switch. What you don't see is the transmission from that switch to your local grid, all the yeah. way to the power station, and then the coal that's, that's Used fired to, that, yeah. that was mined Overseas yeah. shipped in, yeah. you, know, you don't see that when you flick.
0: Yeah, you don't see you don't see that footprint that no. it's created when you use, to that flick.
1: When you use a plastic bag, you pick mm-hmm. it up. You know the average plastic bag usage is is under ten minutes, I believe. Yeah. So you don't see. Gracious that, me, that is incredible, isn't it? Yeah, you don't see that that oil was was drilled in the North Atlantic, <sighs> yeah. then refined, yeah. and then taken to a plastic bag manufacturer. Well, first pelletized, then taken to a plastic yeah. manu- bag manufacturer, then driven to the shop, then put on that that rack yeah. for you to put a couple of tins of beans in and then to be taken home and used for 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. You know, and then, you see
1: none of that yeah. impact because it's too big. The human yeah. mind isn't designed to understand You
0: you're not you're not on that scale.
1: No, yeah. no. So the, the the most effective kind of innovations that we're seeing do understand that. Uh-huh, so rather right. than just creating for the for the sake of it a new um uh, say a new packaging approach. Yeah. You've got to understand the supply chains that you're both utilising for yeah. your innovation but also that you're then going to plug into.
0: Very good. Because
1: if, if your system requires a unique kind of um, fermentation to break down,
0: yeah.
1: well, not everybody's not going to suddenly buy a new fermentation bin in their in sure. kitchen. Yeah. You've got to understand the pieces that you're slotting into. And, and the human
0: behaviour that drives those, those exactly. things. Very good. So how does that feed into you now going to find clients?
1: Well, I think yeah, so we... We do a, a, a lot of work um, with uh, partners. Okay. So our challenges for for finding new clients yes. are principally based around education.
0: Very good. People okay. see
1: grants and they think, well, that's for a, a you know a collapsing church in in rural mid Wales. <laughs> yeah.
0: you know, you've <laughs> I mean that that's the first thing that comes to mind, is not yeah, it? Yeah. 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 So it's. it's
1: it's a shame almost that, w- that they're called grants because yeah. actually they're an investment vehicle. What we're running here is yeah. an organisation that has got a number of investment analysts that can help to understand those propositions, help position them and help secure the investment.
0: And secure the investment. The it's fact just funding. It's
1: yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So a lot of it is about education. It's about understanding that grants. people win grants all the time. Sure. We've got a client literally uh, on the floor above us who we won a grant for recently. we wow. doing some really cool stuff around biometrics and, okay. and construction sites. Um, but you know, they're, they're neighbours. These people win them all the time. Yeah. And people either think they're aimed at, at those kind of failing companies yeah. or they think they're too competitive. Yeah. And the or point they
0: think it's for the huge corporations exactly right. to, yeah. to access government money. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the point is, to we've got to, to kind of raise our own standing and be perceived as a professional service. I could have a stab at our accounts, right? Right. And yeah. they'd, they'd be okay. But I use an accountant to make sure that it works. And that's what we can help. We can bring all of those ancillary benefits that I spoke about in the management consulting, understanding the marketplaces, those kind of things. But we bring it in in a way that empowers those organizations and helps them draw in the right funding at the right time. Very good. And actually helps the funders. Because okay. they're not getting great ideas put across in the wrong way, but they're also not having their time wasted by in inopportune time yeah. um, ideas that don't fit with scopes and those kind of
0: things. So how are you going to market? What is your what is your your so route to market if you if yeah, you want so to use the kind of technical term. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: So it comes back to that education piece. So a mm. lot of our work comes from partners that we're working with.
0: Okay. So it when it comes to the education piece, what are you what are you using to, to get that education out into the market spaces?
1: So it's it's things like alerts to, to new funds when they're okay. coming on stream. It's right. things like case studies. We um, okay. go and do a lot of um, events around the country. Okay. Um, aimed at those kind of core sectors. Yeah. Um, it's working with those clients. So one of the key things that we want to always avoid is, is twofold. We, we want to avoid the tail wagging the dog. We yes. don't want people going for a grant for grants sake. It has to fit with and augment what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but the other piece of that uh, is that we don't want people to be addicted to grants, which you see yeah, all, the time.
0: all the time. and it says, it's the same as addiction to any other funding. Exactly right. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So whilst we, so over half of our our clients work with us um, multiple times. Yeah, but it's not in. It, we're very careful to watch out for that addiction state. Yeah, um, because that is an unsustainable business model.
0: Yeah, I mean that's never going to work. It's the same as um, I, I was chatting with a guy the other day um, to date he's given away 90 percent of his company in equity funding or to get equity funding yeah okay. um, bits and pieces all over the place and I, you've got to be kidding me yeah you know how are you going to sustain that model uh, it's just not going to work it's, it's two years and you are gone you know yeah
1: yeah it's difficult It's it's that whole kind of um, uh, risk reward piece right?
0: yeah absolutely okay. understanding that whole commercial bit. yeah okay yeah. so tell me this over the last 10 years um, you guys started out obviously as a small business yep. uh, and you've grown, I mean, how many staff have you got here now? Yeah, so we've got
1: 15 based here.
0: 15 yeah. based here, have yeah. you got other offices? So we've also got an office in in London okay. that we're going to be expanding as well. Okay, so we're Very uh, nice. we're
1: continuing to grow.
0: Okay, so uh, during that 10 year period, what sort of changes have you guys gone through and how have you managed those changes? Good, <laughs> Good question. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it's a bit like the iceberg thing, isn't it? All that line yeah. of success, that people see the, the yeah. upward trajectory
0: without all of the yeah. ups and downs. All the little pieces unbe- underneath yeah. that are probably 80% of the work.
1: I think the one thing I would tell myself 10 years ago is that experience is a thing that you get just after you need it.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And the key thing you can do is talk to people who've gone through what you've gone through or
0: what you're about Very good. to go through very get good get as
1: much criticism and, yeah. and try and avoid that blindness piece and take that on board yeah. um, it's not to say you know there are some <laughs> some bad advice as well <laughs> there's a, a decent chunk of that yeah. but you know speak to those people who've, who've done it before and mm. one of the things that we've um, had to do, uh, as, I, as I said earlier on, is, is to be slightly chameleonic in terms of the funds that we're yeah. looking at. Okay. We've tried to keep that ethos throughout of kind of integrity and, and honesty in our, our approach, and those kind of core sectors around sustainability and, uh, and pieces. So there's always been that focus, but you know we are slightly following the funders
0: in that in, regard. Uh, I mean, you have to. I mean, otherwise yeah. your business model is not going to work, yeah, is it? Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. So if you uh, in that space you, you like you say you you've needed to maybe follow the the funders um, as such in order to maintain your business so those changes that you've that you've gone through have you have you managed that how have you found managing that process has it been easy has it been difficult i know you said earlier that you've uh, get advice from people i'm assuming that you trust mm-hmm. um, you don't want to take bad advice you want to take as much good advice as possible but there's fundamentally changes that you've got to make. Yeah. Uh, at yeah, the end of the day, you've you know you take advice from people. You've got to make a decision. Yeah. Uh, you're the boss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you make a bad decision, it's your fault. If you yeah, make a yeah, good absolutely. decision, it's everybody else's fault. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I think part of the ability to to have got through that period um, and to to be in a state now where we're we're growing very rapidly is yeah. is about generating a, a culture where failure isn't perceived as a bad thing. Very good. So that's failure in all of its forms and yeah. you know we are a, a we're driven by deadlines sure. we are very successful failure driven yeah you know if clients win funding with our assistance then it's great and it's all their idea yeah. if they lose and don't get the funding yeah. then it's all our fault
0: yeah then you're which in the is, in the bag yeah which
1: is fine i accept yeah. that as part of the consultancy uh, yeah. gig but um, but we learn as much from those mm. from those failures as those successes yeah. and it's about doing that at a uh, at a strategic level as yeah. well yeah um, it's about planning and not being afraid to, you know, we're working with hugely uh, innovating companies that are taking risks all the time.
0: Sure. And yeah. it's
1: about learning how to manage those,
0: manage those, those risks. risks. Yeah. 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 And that, that's something, sorry to interrupt you, Tom, but something I find that a lot of guys uh, who go into business, um, in the early stage, they really, um, they're okay with taking risk and they, they run with it and yeah, they're okay but as kind of time goes on, they seem to become more risk averse and yeah. they kind of get into that comfort zone and um, okay, we're all right here, we'll just stay here. And, and then they, they lack the drive to move forward. Um, they lack the drive to take that additional risk. And often then you see the business turning the other way around yeah. and starting to fail. Yeah. Is, is that something that you've had to um, struggle to overcome? I think
1: so, but I think the the sectors that we're working in helps mm. to, to reinforce, reinforce that all the time. Obviously, okay. you've got examples like the you know the classics of blockbuster or whoever it is who yeah no, it, done the, done the classics everybody right. uses yeah, all the yeah, time yeah exactly. yeah
0: codec and yeah. exactly yeah um,
1: but I think you know the having that underlying um, culture that's supportive and understands that okay. people aren't going to get it right all the time yeah. is, is core to that. There was a there was a quote from one of the Barclays guys during that pre kind of crash period yeah. Where he was asked about culture, and he said, "Culture is what happens when nobody's looking."
0: Yeah, very so good. So we
1: put across this culture yeah. of, of people not being afraid to fail, okay. But then when nobody's looking, people are worried about it, and mm. you know those kind of things. Then it's not coming across effectively. Yeah. So we invest a lot of time, um, twofold really, a lot of time in in that culture piece. Yeah. Um, and and that's in not just talking about it, but actually doing it. Doing it, yeah. And the other piece that I has been extremely valuable is is that once a year we take between kind of 3 and 5 days out of the company very which good. is difficult yeah. it's really hard to do that because you've always got other things that you should be doing a- absolutely
0: or could be doing or
1: could be doing yeah. but pr- by prioritizing that yeah. and getting external um, points of view at that point of of the year as well yeah we look at what we've done have we done the right things yeah. have we got the opportunity now to take a risk yeah. in, in the right area very good and i think the the bit that you that you learn as as, as you kind of mature in in entrepreneurship and business is that your gut becomes better at, at recognizing what's a good risk and what's a bad yeah, risk yeah very good yeah and as long as you can be aware of that kind of need to continue to to innovate yep. then you can be highly su- successful
0: very good so tom thank you very much for your time it's been great having you on the show if anybody wants to get hold of you what's the best route
1: thanks Vic. yeah no i really appreciate the opportunity as well yeah it's a pleasure um so i'm on linkedin tom okay. kennard um i'm our website is uh, GrantedLTD.co.uk, um, and hopefully you can find us across across the normal
0: kind of social streams. Very good. Alright, so what I'll do is uh, on the um, the show page, um, or the, the notes page, everybody's got a different name for it, but yep. where the, the podcast lands, um, I will put in the links to your LinkedIn profile, uh, to the company page, um, and give that as an option for people to Wonderful. get hold of it. Yeah, yeah. Tom, to. thank you very much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks. And I look forward to this being a continual discussion. It would be really good to perhaps have you back on the show in a future date. Yeah, I'd look forward and, to uh, it. And yeah, take this thing forward.
1: Wonderful.
0: Thanks. Excellent, man. Thanks everybody for being on the show. It's really good to chat with you. Uh, I look forward to catching with you again, uh, catching up with you again. That didn't come out quite right. Um, so it would be great to uh, see you guys uh, give us some feedback. Uh, give Tom some feedback um, perhaps uh, if you want to get hold of him you've got a great idea um, follow those those links that we do put on the uh, showcase page um, yeah and get hold of them uh, have a chat with them see if they can help you uh, so again it's been fantastic chatting with you look forward to catching with you uh, catching up with you geez that again didn't come out right did it? Um, it, it, it look forward to catching up with you guys again in the future thanks very much take care. Cheers. bye